On today's show, the Bible is coming to life. We're traveling to Israel. Join me as I teach from some of the most important sites in the Bible today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. This is a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. I have to say that teaching in Israel is one of the things I most enjoy. When I teach there, I watch the Bible come to life. This is the land of Jesus. This was his home. This is where most of the events of the Bible took place. If you walk where Jesus walked and you see the places where Bible history unfolded, it really changes the way you read the scriptures. In fact, it changes everything, and I just love it. Well, today I want to take you there to the Mount of Olives. This is the place where Yeshua ascended to heaven from. It's also going to be the very place that he'll return, and I believe return soon. I'm standing on the slope of the Mount of Olives. It's one of the most beautiful and important sites in all of Jerusalem for three reasons. First of all, it was from the Mount of Olives that Jesus came to Jerusalem uh, near the end of his ministry to give his life for us as a sacrifice. It's also the place that he ascended to heaven from after the resurrection and probably most importantly it's the place that he's going to return to i don't know if it's this exact spot but somewhere on the slope of the mount of olives and you can see behind me the old city of jerusalem it's absolutely magnificent you see the ancient wall of jerusalem uh, right behind me this road that leads up to the small gate that's the lion's gate or the sheep's gate that's the actual gate or, or the gate in the time of Jesus was below it that Jesus went through in those final moments of his life. He was led through this gate and we have what's called the Via Della Rosa, the way of the cross. And then of course the iconic Temple Mount and you see the Dome of the Rock up there built in the sixth century. And in front of it another gate, a double gate that's actually been blocked and in front of it a cemetery. That's the Golden Gate or the Eastern Gate. It's been blocked. Uh, because the Muslims were very much aware that the Messiah would come from the east, would come from the Mount of Olives, and would go through that gate. And so they thought if we block this gate, we'll keep the Messiah from coming, and uh, our rule will continue. Of course, they'll fail. That real estate is probably the most contested real estate on planet Earth. Uh, Muslims claim this is one of their holy sites. It's the holiest site, of course, in Judaism. It was the site of the ancient temple of Jerusalem and will have to be the site of a rebuilt temple both before Yeshua returns and then in the millennial reign. And it's a giant piece of, of real estate, but again, the most hotly disputed real estate in the world. It's a symbol of the tension, of the conflict that exists here in this land. And really, it's a spiritual battle. We fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. You know, Israel faces threats on a daily basis, both external from Iran, from Syria, from Egypt, uh, immense world pressure, but also tensions from within, the, the internal fight over this land. And that's symbolized by 
the Temple Mount so very clearly. As believers, we have to stand with Israel. And there's several reasons why it's important. Let me just give you two of them. First of all, as Bible believers, as those that believe that this is the Word of God, we need to believe the whole book. We can't pick and choose. But if we believe that this is God's Word, we have to take God at His Word. And God makes it very clear in Scripture that this land belongs to the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And He says this in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18. He says, On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said to your descendants, I give this land. And he actually gives us the geography from the river of Egypt to the great river of, of Euphrates. So that's a much bigger uh, area than it currently uh, exists today uh, when we look at the state of Israel. It was much larger, but clearly God says, I will give this land to you, Abram, and to your physical descendants. And then again in Genesis chapter 17, God repeats this promise to Abram. Look there with me. He repeats it. He says in verse 8 of chapter 17, the whole land of Canaan, where you are now an alien, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. So if we're Bible believers, if we believe that this is the Word of God, we must understand that God has given this land to the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's not because he loves them any more than he loves the Palestinians or the Arabs. It's simply God has decreed in his word, this land it, it will belong to the children of Abraham. How long? For eternity. It's an everlasting possession. So this is God's decision. We, we, who are we to take issue with God? So for Bible believers, we simply have to accept God at his word that there's a divine land grant given to the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, some would argue that's only uh, applicable if they are under the covenant, if they're following the Lord and they're away from God. Now, they're secular, they've rejected God. But see, God's covenants are not dependent on us. If they were dependent on us, what, what would we stand on? The, the new covenant is based on the, the grace of God, just as the Abrahamic covenant and the covenants that follow. And so this is a covenant that God makes, a, a decree with himself that this is an everlasting possession. So it's not about uh, loving one people more than the other. It's about a divine decree. And then secondly, Genesis 12, where God says this, I will bless those that bless you and your descendants and curse the one that curses you. I want to be blessed by God, and I know you do too. And so if we want to be blessed by God, we need to stand on the Word of God. We need to be in agreement with God. And he says, I will bless those that bless the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So in the midst of terrible threats that Israel's facing, we as Bible believers need to stand with this tiny nation. It doesn't mean that everything that Israel does is right, but we understand that this is a divine decree that this land belongs to it, the Jewish people. We're standing with them in prayer. We're standing with them uh, po politically and uh, because we believe the Word of God. So I want to encourage you, as I always do in every program, to pray daily for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. In just a moment, we're going from the Mount of Olives to a secret location in Bethlehem where some claim may be the actual spot where Jesus the Messiah was born 2,000 years ago. And also, 
a remote tribe in the bush of Zimbabwe that claimed to be descendants of the ancient priests of the Bible, the Levites. Is their claim valid? Are their Levites actually living in the middle of Africa? We'll find out just ahead. Your gift of support for the work of Jewish Voice today will make you a key part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. This care opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote tribe in Ethiopia who are likely descendants of one of the lost tribes of Israel. We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers, and that without our help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. These lovely people have been practicing Jewish traditions for centuries and desperately desire to one day go to Israel. Will you help save and transform the lives of these precious people by sharing your most generous gift today as our special thank you when you share a gift of any size right now? We will send you the powerful DVD presentation by Jonathan Burness, A Rabbi Looks at Israel, plus the award-winning documentary, The Miracle of Israel. Also on DVD, narrated by Leonard Nimoy. If God has blessed you with the ability to share a gift of $125 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus a bonus bundle containing four remarkable keepsake gifts to enrich your life and deepen your faith. These include a hand-woven tallit or Jewish prayer shawl crafted by lost tribes artisans in Ethiopia. We believe you'll find it as profoundly meaningful as it is beautiful. This bundle also includes a keepsake bottle of anointing oil and two additional eye-opening teaching resources. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll periodically receive our illuminating and inspiring magazine, Jewish Voice Today. God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Please remember, the days are short and the needs of these people are critical. Please call, write, or click right now. If you just tuned in, we're traveling through Israel today, and I'm sharing teachings that I did on location at some of the most important sites in the Bible. Let's go now to Bethlehem, or Beit Lechem, the house of bread, to a grotto that could possibly have been the very place where Jesus was born. It certainly was in this area called the Shepherd's Caves, and we know that because it's called the Shepherd's Caves to this very day. Throughout the Old Testament, there are prophecies, predictions of the Messiah that would one day come, the Mashiach, 
the anointed one. And these prophecies, which were written hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born, actually begin in Torah, in the books of Moses, and then carry through the writings and the prophets of the Old Testament. We call these messianic prophecies. They tell us that the Messiah would suffer, that he would die, that he would be rejected by his people, Isaiah 53, that he would initiate a brit hadashah, a new covenant, uh, Jeremiah chapter 31. I'm sitting here in a cave, in a natural grotto in uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem comes from two Hebrew words, Beit Lechem, Beit, which is house, Lechem, which is bread. This is the house of bread. King David was born here in Bethlehem. It was a very insignificant village, but there's a prophecy, a very important prophecy, that specifically talks about Bethlehem. In the book of Micah chapter five, verse two says, but you, Bethlehem, or Beit Lechem, Ephratah, which means fruitful, Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Micah tells us very specifically, hundreds of years before the Messiah is born, that this would be the birthplace of the king of Israel. This is a messianic prophecy talking about the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And we're told in the book of Luke that uh, uh, the parents of Yeshua uh, were dwelling in Nazareth, but they were uh, commanded according to a Roman decree to return to the place of their birth, which for Yosef was Bethlehem, Bethlehem because he was from the house of David. The Messiah had to be as part of his credentials from the house of David. And so they made this journey. Uh, Miriam was uh, in the last stages of her pregnancy. They made this difficult journey from the north, from Galilee, and they came to Bethlehem. And it was at that time that she went into labor. So there was no room for her in, in any of the lodging that was available. So they traveled here to the outskirts of Bethlehem into an area that is known even to this day as shepherd's fields. Why shepherd's fields? Because this is where the shepherds uh, tended their flocks. And there were and are today hundreds of natural grottos, caves like this. It's a cold winter day here in Bethlehem, very typical of the weather that they experienced probably when Miriam went into labor. And so they ended up in a simple cave very much like this and they were fulfilling this prophecy. This humble cave was the birthplace of the one that Micah tells us would be the ruler over Israel. But then there's another statement that's absolutely incredible. Not only are we told that Bethlehem would be the birthplace of the ruler over Israel for eternity, but his origins are from old, from ancient times. In other words, his existence is from eternity, from all time. Now this is, this is a paradox, because on the one hand, the prophecy says he'll be born in Bethlehem, but in the same prophecy, we're told that he actually existed from eternity. This was confusing prophecy for the rabbis, because you have this king being born, yet 
he's been from existing from all eternity. And we know from the New Testament that Yeshua, Jesus, fulfills this in detail. He was in the beginning with God. He was God. All things were created through and by him. And yet we're told that he humbled himself. He emptied himself as a man and came and was born into this world. And this is the great miracle, the virgin birth. And it's fulfilling this prophecy in Micah 5, 2, that he would be born in Bethlehem, that he would be the king, the ruler over Israel, and in fact, all the nations of the world, but that he was for all time, his existence was for all eternity. This is embodied in the person of Jesus, Yeshua of Nazareth, who was born here almost 2,000 years ago in a cave in Bethlehem, just like this. I'm so glad that he humbled himself and left his eternal habitation to dwell among us, to tabernacle among us, to be born here on this earth and to live a sinless life for you and for me. This is likely where it all began in a grotto just like the one that you just saw. Up ahead, a group who may be related to the priests of the Old Testament, the Levites. They've survived and they're waiting for you. Your gift of support for the work of Jewish Voice today will make you a key part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. This care opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote tribe in Ethiopia who are likely descendants of one of the lost tribes of Israel. We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers, and that without our help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. These lovely people have been practicing Jewish traditions for centuries and desperately desire to one day go to Israel. Will you help save and transform the lives of these precious people by sharing your most generous gift today as our special thank you when you share a gift of any size right now? We will send you the powerful DVD presentation by Jonathan Burness, A Rabbi Looks at Israel, plus the award-winning documentary, The Miracle of Israel. Also on DVD, narrated by Leonard Nimoy. If God has blessed you with the ability to share a gift of $125 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus a bonus bundle containing four remarkable keepsake gifts to enrich your life and deepen your faith. These include a hand-woven tallit or Jewish prayer shawl crafted by lost tribes artisans in Ethiopia. We believe you'll find it as profoundly meaningful as it is beautiful. This bundle also includes a keepsake bottle of anointing oil and two additional eye-opening teaching resources. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll periodically receive our illuminating and inspiring magazine, Jewish Voice Today. God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people 
To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Please remember, the days are short and the needs of these people are critical. Please call, write, or click right now. I want to show you now a tribe that live in the remote bush of Zimbabwe that's actually retained Old Testament traditions and rituals they claim for over 2,500 years. They're called the Lemba. We recently held a wonderful outreach to provide these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgery where there wasn't even electricity and it was people just like you that made this possible. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of Southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers. And together, they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish Voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were, they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies that, that there was this 18 month old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And, and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby sat up immediately. I mean, <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The Lord is looking down on this with favor and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. It's amazing to watch this, but I want to tell you, the video can't capture the incredible experience of actually being among the Lemba or the Jewish community in Ethiopia or the B'nai Manasha in India and participating in reaching out to them with God's love. God will use you and he'll change your life. You don't have to be a medical professional. You just have to love the Lord. We would love to have you join us on one of our upcoming medical outreaches, and we have a whole schedule for 2015. To volunteer, you can email us at outreach at jvmi.org 
or you can log on to our website. Again, to email us, the address is outreach at jvmi.org. And if you can't personally join us on one of these outreaches, there's still plenty of ways that you can help these precious people. And I'll tell you how just ahead. The Spirit moving mightily. Miracles. Fulfilled prophecy. Marveling as Jesus calls his people back to himself in preparation for his return. Serving as his hands and feet in far-flung places around the globe. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. This is what outreach is about with Jewish Voice. You can be a part of it. Now is the time. Answer the call. To find out how, call 1-800-299-9374 or go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. You know, since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior, and we've done that to the Jew first and then to the nations. One way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've actually been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, with eye care, with dental care, even eye surgeries, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we share the gospel, the good news of their Messiah. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. Now, we need your help. I wanna ask you to be a part of saving lives of transforming lives and of blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a gift today. Will you do that? If your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some really helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send to you. You can call, click, or write now to share and request them. And remember, when you do, your gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice, and we'll keep you updated on uh, what's going on with the ministry. You can like us, 
and uh, we'll keep in contact with you that way. Well, we're out of time today, and I always take a moment before the program ends to remind you, as it says in Psalm 122.6, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And in fact, there's a benefit. The Bible says, they shall prosper that love thee. So pray this week for Israel. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.